Hi, and welcome to the Mountain Collective podcast. My name is Timo, co-founder of Short Commerce and Festifies, two digital marketing agencies where we focus on social advertising um, and content marketing. With Short Commerce, we focus on building brands online from corporates to uh, your local e-commerce um, and workshops. And with Festifies, we focus on event marketing where we uh, try to sell out events such as your favorite uh, club night on a Friday, but also big festivals for for around 15 to 20,000 people. Super awesome, man. I would love to, uh, I'm, I'm super excited, first and foremost, to have you on the podcast. I'm honestly really yeah, excited. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, man. So uh, I have a lot of questions. Since I shortly, I've been working on, you know, like shorts for the podcast and, you know, I think... Man, like I think you have a really good opportunity in this in this space where obviously you guys are expanding. Uh, I just heard that you moved to a new office. Um, yeah. Congratulations on that. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's a really nice move. And uh, museum plan is not a bad uh, view to uh, start every morning with. 100%. So, um, so yeah, like I think I, myself, I have a lot of questions. I think a lot of people have a lot of questions as well in terms of like how do you actually, you know, first and foremost, you know, make... The best out of out of your you know content um especially for content creators but on the flip side yep. you guys are also working with companies you are also you know taking to, to the to the uh, commercial side but before yep. we start you know asking you know deeper questions like what is the reason that you actually decided to start this instead of you know being a footballer or being you know yeah. like a de- different different kind of team player yeah yeah well actually funny story is i started it i co-founded the companies with lars one of my best friends that I know since I was 12 years old. And we actually played baseball together uh, at a very high level here in the Netherlands. So um, our ambition was always to become a professional baseball player. Um, Obviously, uh, things turned out a little bit uh, different, but it's very exciting to uh, start both companies with him. Um, We both had a really big interest in in marketing from when we were young, uh, which started from uh, learning everything from a Facebook ads course. Uh, you're probably mm. familiar with them from like a couple of years ago. And we just started learning. Um, we started reaching out to companies, um, worked at other agencies uh, where we were focused f- mainly on social advertising. But um, with all the privacy issues, uh, cookies getting banned, um, all the stuff going on in the world, uh, we saw that advertising on itself was becoming less important. And it was more uh, focused towards content and creating good content because as a lot of marketers will tell you, content is the new targeting. And we really wanted to combine those two aspects from advertising and content because we work with a lot of brands, we work with a lot of companies, we're on social media uh, pretty much 24 seven. So we can know what good content is. And a lot of brands struggle with that. Um, so we try to yeah, navigate them uh, that super interesting man like so when you're talking about brands like what kind of brands are you already helping today um yeah like i said uh, with short commerce we, we work with brands such as uh, Schwarzkopf, uh, which is a really famous uh, hair care uh, products uh, very poor brands um, but we also work with sofia may which is um, a very uh a really nice brand from monica Hosa, a really popular influencer here in the netherlands um and then also companies um, that focus on e-bikes and everything in between. So it's really diverse, um, and that makes it uh, yeah really exciting as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, it's definitely very exciting. 
it's definitely the new way of of uh, advertising, you know, uh, whatever product. I mean, at the end of the day, if, the, if there is a good product, you want to showcase that to the, to the people. And uh, exactly, are, you know, like in the old days, you had TV news and now you definitely have new ways of doing that. Podcasting is, is also like a new way of, of you know, sending out like educational uh, formats. But at the same time, yep. I uh, so I started the podcast a few years ago and I really noticed that I missed out a big opportunity back then. I didn't really utilize the the content of it, um, and uh, I mean, at the end of the day, you have like a half an hour of content, um, but at the same time, you can you can you know create out of that like a lot of smaller um, you yeah. know pieces of content that you know send a message. What is how do you guys you know help companies? Let's say me as a customer, right? Like let let me yeah. let me take myself as an example, or maybe you know future uh, um, podcasters that you 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 could help. Like how do you how do you see the um, how do you see the the, the opportunities in, in podcasting or as yeah. a, for for customer in general? Yeah, really good question. I think when when we start with with brands and brands come come to us, um, we're we're obviously really focused on the performance, and uh, we've been doing that from when we were twelve years on the baseball field, and now we're doing that in in the marketing. But performance is everything, so, so you can't really measure performance without having an objective. So before we all will start with a customer, we really dive into, okay, what is your main objective? In this case, that would be growing on your podcast. Okay, then we really have like a deep dive uh, kickoff uh, meeting, which takes um, pretty much like an entire afternoon in which we and the whole team dive into, okay, what's your customer audience? Um, why are they listening to the podcast? Um, what kind of guests do they want to listen to? What, what interests do they have? And when we have all those different elements, then we can start creating um, like a whole like media plan or strategy. And like you said yourself, um, I think the really great thing about this whole online uh, space is where you can create one hour long podcast, but you can create 10 short videos out of that. You can create uh, five advertisements out of that from 30 seconds long. You can even uh, have AI write your LinkedIn post for the upcoming uh, five weeks. So I think that's really interesting to see um, how that uh, combines and how that, uh, how that works together. But when we always start with a customer, we're always really focused, okay, what's your objectives and what are your brand values? What do you uh, really like? What's your added value to, to a customer? And when we have that, then we can, can move forward. So you, you mentioned LinkedIn. What are other social media um, you know, channels that you target? Yeah, so we, we started it out um, with, with Facebook uh, years ago, uh, Instagram, obviously. Uh, Snapchat has also uh, been on, on, on that path uh, from a couple of years ago. And TikTok ever since about like two and a half uh, to three years ago, uh, where TikTok has been like an like really, really uh, crazy, Interesting, crazy trend. And uh, yeah, that's that's right now we, we see a lot of brands that are struggling to get onto TikTok. They don't know if TikTok is for them. So um, yeah, for us, it's a really big channel. But um, other than that, we focus on Pinterest as well. So we have many it, files components here. Yeah, there is a... So from each and every single social media channel, there are... It's really different right? like from 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 yeah. from one to the other do you think that i mean you know this is maybe like a less of a value proposition but do you think that one content could 
perform the same on each and every uh, social media platform? No. I think, I, I wouldn't say it, it, it performs the same, um, but I think that what we see is that some uh, social media channels are trying to copy one another. So uh, um, when TikTok uh, this past year has been, and even uh, in years before that, was uh, on such a big trend where the algorithm from TikTok is so good and it, it, I think it's the best algorithm out there. Um, like you scroll on there for five minutes and it knows exactly how to keep you on there for yeah. another three hours. So what we saw is when we were publishing uh, TikToks and creating TikTok ads is that they were also favorable for the Instagram and Facebook algorithm. So we saw that Facebook and and then uh, Instagram or well, Meta was copying TikTok and actually pushing that type of content. So we see that like, yeah, channels copy each other, but I wouldn't necessarily say that every single uh, piece of content performs the same on different uh, uh, platforms because the platforms are used for a different uh, objective by a customer as well. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes complete sense. So let's say, um, what would you, like for shorts, what would you, you know, advise the people to, to create like, in terms of, because I, I remember I did some advertisement. I mean, I was a motion designer at a, a, an agency back um, when I was an intern. Okay. And um, we used to make TV, TVs, uh, you know, shots and, and, and uh, advertisement. And um, I think that the, the, the length of one video was 30, exactly 30 seconds. Because every second was really expensive to make for an agency mm -hmm. or for a brand. So I yeah. remember like it was on the exact frame. This, this is how accurate the, the does that translate to today's uh, uh, format to uh, the smaller, you know, shorts? Yeah. Yeah. Good question. I don't, I don't think so. Um, when we create ads and when we create a media plan, we try to keep it as diverse as possible because for some customers, uh, a video of seven seconds long might be enough to convince them to, <laughs> to make a purchase. But for some people, it's 30 seconds. And for some people, it might even be 50 seconds. So when we focus only on one particular length, we actually automatically exclude people uh, um, that are maybe interested in, in, in longer forms of content. So we are always a big fan of like testing and letting the data tell us what the customer wants to see. So yeah, I know for a fact that when we also work with corporates, they're always like, yeah, TV is 30 seconds and it's, it's right on the dot and it has to be precise. And when we tried to convince them about social media, we're like, yeah, you have to like, uh, test different things and, and, and use, uh, all these different types, types of content, um, in terms mm -hmm. of length. So. Do you get like a lot of, you know, uh, let's say friction between uh, the traditional and the, you know, the, the futuristic ideas that you guys have? Um, yeah, I mean, mostly marketing managers that, that are a bit older, that didn't grow up with social media. Uh, yeah. They're usually the ones that we have to convince the most. Um, but I mean, that's, that's, that's normal, you know, like, um, we were able to, we, we, we were growing up with social media. So for us, it's second nature, uh, but. For other people that didn't grow up with social media, yeah, it's it's obvious that they um, are more uh, entitled or more enhanced to, um, yeah, like older forms of content such as TV. But yeah, a lot of times we have uh, some a lot of convincing to do uh, about yeah, social yeah. media because most because most of those are also the people who make the decisions, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So exactly. So we have to get them the more on board. 
Yeah, exactly. I heard that. Uh, I just heard it like a few weeks ago. I was at an event that I heard from a friend of mine um, that uh, also like older people are getting on TikTok, which is interesting. So, um, so let's see how. I yeah. think I think it's a really interesting movement, man. Like I, I believe that, um, you know, like for me, I probably also like a lot of people resonate with this. That I I really didn't believe in TikTok like three years ago. I was like, hmm, what is this new thing? But now yeah. I see the power of it. I see like how quick you can actually reach audience and how quick you can testify things if it actually works or, or if it doesn't work exactly it's so interesting man like it's yeah. almost like a small you know game that you kind of play you know like it's like hmm let me see yeah. if, if this works and let me see what what the other person is doing uh maybe yeah. like another few uh, you know f- uh, famous uh youtuber do you have like um like for the audience do you have like a, um, i don't know like this is maybe i'm putting you on the spot but like some some references for 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 people that you look up to let's say for that maybe you suggest to uh to companies to look at uh, if you want to you know uh get them on board um do you mean like other agencies that we look up to or like companies that we would like to work with uh i mean like content creators oh content creators uh, um not necessarily um and, and the main reason i ha- i say that is because we get a lot of uh, content creators that come to us um, and and ask us if they can work with with our brands, mm-hmm. and especially the thing with TikTok right now is that we see that followers don't necessarily mean that someone can create really viral content every single time. And mm-hmm. um, I think the the great thing about TikTok is you don't have to have five hundred thousand followers to get an audience to see your video. You can have five followers and have a video that gets a million views. So we're not necessarily looking at certain content creators that we would really want to work with. We're mostly looking at like, okay, how can we combine or how can we make such a diverse pool of content creators um, so we can, yeah, actually, um, yeah, how do you say that? Use all those different types of content creators to promote the products to try and target as such like a, a broad audience. So, and I think like, big content creators like like influencers i think the the traditional way of, of uh influencer work will also change in the upcoming <laughs> year and two years and i think we'll we'll see a lot more companies um like wanting uh, to see sales from an influencer and not necessarily just like oh here's um, an x amount of money to just post two stories and a video they actually mm. want to see like okay how uh how how good how good is the quality of your audience and someone with 50,000 followers who has a really great audience that follows them and really loves them and has like a really commu- big community is a lot more valuable nowadays than a follower with 500,000 uh, followers or a creator with 500,000 followers that everybody just like scrolls through after one second and is not really interested in so yeah we don't necessarily look at certain content creators that we work with we're really open-minded and we think that everyone um, has the ability to make good content um, so we uh, try to have that mentality interesting man i think it's uh talking about the future so it's just within like just like what is it now like three years um the game is already shifting from like yeah. not necessarily like how many views they get, but like what is the actual quality of the views? There was a book which was called yeah. um, True Thousand Fans" or something like that. Um, it's about um, it's about a focusing on like one thousand, uh, you know, one thousand oh, really? instead of like a hundred thousand. 
Yeah, I, don't, I can't yeah. remember. Like this, I'm, I'm just putting myself here in, in a very embarrassing situation. <laughs> no, that's yeah. But I think yeah, I think I think it it it, it, it uh, shows that um, the the online marketing space in general is just very fast paced and and it's moving so fast. And I think as an agency, um, talking with so many brands, like we're almost uh, going towards a consultancy role um, instead of just publishing ads and, and, and creating content and telling them what to do. We're actually like really trying to get them to follow along and like the journey of what's changing and like, how can you use social media platforms as TikTok together with uh, Meta, together with Pinterest? And why are all these different platforms so different and why do they need different contents? So yeah, yeah I think um, a lot of companies are, uh, uh, questioning like, okay, where do I get started? Like this is so frustrating. I don't know anything. Uh, so we're really trying to, yeah, get them on board and, and guide them through that whole process. But yep. yeah, as you said, it's, it's really fast, uh, fast changing. So maybe we'll do the podcast in another year or two and we'll, we'll, we'll be talking about completely different things. I do, I do have to add though, like I noticed that one thing that, which is, you know, the fundamentals of, you know, having a hook and, and a story and an outcome, you know, like a call to, to action. It's pretty much fundamental yeah. to any kind of content. For instance, like a podcast could, you know, it could be like, you know, five minutes to 20 minutes to maybe 10 minutes yeah. of, of, uh, of call to action. But, uh, for, for a smaller content, it could be like five, five seconds, 20 seconds. Um, and again, five seconds uh, at the end. So it, it, the, the fundamentals are, are pretty much like telling yeah. a story, like a good story. Uh, we'll yeah. always will always be relatable. However, like how do you how do you how do you tell a story to uh, an eighteen years old uh, you know uh, male or female or an eighty years old male or female? There there is a big difference between these two. So I believe that yeah. content creation will just you know like basic uh, fundamentally will be based on the same thing, but uh, yeah. but it, but uh, it it might you know change in terms of like how do you like what kind of visual effects, what kind of editing? Because today's editing, bro, like. It's yeah. way too quick. Like even for me, I'm like, wow, I'm paralyzed, bro. Like, so it's, it's, yeah. like, what the, it's too quick. Yeah. So, um, what what are your thoughts about you know the future of of like how? I mean, it's kind of hard to to you know to yeah. kind of put that in a, a, a capsule. But it, uh, what are your thoughts of on the future of social media? Um, I think yeah, really big question. But but I think um, just to start off with. The fundamentals that you were talking about, I, com I completely agree. And I think that's also something that we try to tell companies is like, hey, um, if a good advertisement contains of a good hook, a good body, uh, you need to tell a good story and it has to have a call to action. And you can have all these different types of hook and call to actions, you can test those. But that doesn't necessarily mean that if you know the fundamentals that you can create really yeah. good uh, <laughs> content, you know? so. So otherwise, it'd be, it'd be, it would be it would be a very easy trick. But um, yeah, we always really try to, like I said, deep dive into the customer and try to make a, the, the customer persona as uh, detailed as possible before we move on to anything else. Because if we're an agency and we're, and we're publishing ads and we're we're needing to sell your products or to grow your brand online. We need to know exactly what interests your customers have in order to be able to to help you. So, while we work with, uh, like I said, like many different uh, companies in in different uh, with different target audiences, 
we have so much knowledge um, from every different target audience that we can combine. Like, hey, we were uh, selling pizzas uh, for 18 to 24 year olds last week, which this types of content worked really well. Okay, can we combine that type of content for a hair care product? Because a good advertisement still is a good advertisement. It just needs a different story and a different, um, yeah, like target, you need, you need to talk to a different target audience. Um, so that's, I think, something that we we try to do, um, but but that's ever-changing. And I think the future of uh, social media is really hard to predict, but I think uh, social media will go wherever the attention goes. And mm-hmm. right now we see that TikTok is actually launching TikTok shop and it's going, it's going to come to Europe uh, very, very soon. So we'll see that that is going to have a major impact uh, also on marketplaces like both Bomb here in the Netherlands, but Amazon. Um, and it will change the way where we shop uh, online. So that's going to be, that's, that's going to have a major impact. Um, and I think, yeah, the social media, social media channels will go wherever the, the attention goes. So yeah. we'll try to stay on top of that. hundred percent. Just want to, you know, go a little bit back to, to, you know, one, one last question. Like what is the funniest, I mean, you had, you had so many probably so many you know, companies that, that describe to you their target group. Like what is, what is the funniest target group description that you've ever had so far? Uh, funniest. Let me think. I think it was, is it, it was for people that were, uh, it's just like really like target based, like for, for advertisements. Um, we had to sell uh, chairs and like tables for like office supplies, um, and we were focused on people that went to certain festivals where they drink an extreme amount of beer uh, and wine, um, because we knew that there was a certain age group that went to that uh, those type of festivals. So when the customer found out that we were actually targeting them, uh, he saw like Vrienden van Amstel, which for the Dutch uh, listeners is a really big festival where it's just like party and uh, lots of joy and, and, and drinking beer. So the, our, our clients saw that and they're like, guys, we're trying to sell office furniture here. Like, why are we targeting people that, that drink beer? And we're like, okay, just just hold off, trust us. And like, we know that this will actually work. Um, and then out of the 10 target audiences that we used, that was actually the best working one. So yeah, uh, yeah. So the, the, the client was actually like, okay, like you guys know what you're doing, but uh, I had to, uh, I had to see, uh, see it firsthand. Interesting, but like, it's uh, first yeah. of all, it was like trusting, trusting the process. And second, like how detailed you guys go, like in terms of like the persona, <laughs> that's interesting yeah. to hear. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But yeah thank you so much. Outside, you gotta think outside the box but, uh, and then I think. Uh, especially for for content creators, creativity. Uh, yeah, try to do things that that others are not, uh, and and try to be a little bit bold in that. And uh, yeah, that's gotten us to to where we are. Uh, yeah, and we're really excited to uh, to grow even further in the upcoming year. So uh, yeah, thank you as well. Yes, man. Thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate that. And uh, yeah. I hope uh, I hope you have a good time. I think uh, like the weather is becoming better and better. I see like on your background. So uh, enjoy yeah, your yeah, new it's office. It's becoming a little bit silent. It's really uh, really cold, but it's uh, it's sunny. So uh, so that's good here in January. Yes. Okay. Have a good day, man. All right. Appreciate it. Cheers.